All right, welcome back into Sports Daily. Congratulations to Chris for winning our first pair of tickets to the Dropkick Murphys at Wave ICT. Uh, good luck with that one, Chris. Tommy, we talked about this right before the break. It has been more than normal, and it's always a lot, it feels like, coaches using bulletin board material to motivate their teams. Deion Sanders has, you know, famously and publicly done this from like day one in Colorado. It's effective, clearly. Well, then you've seen, uh, you know, Norvell at Colorado State try to use it a little bit. And look, you know, Colorado State was up for that game. I think more than people thought. I, I you know, it didn't, they didn't win, but probably effective to play that up a little bit. Um, we saw then Dan Lanning famously now with his like we saw a little clip of a pregame speech before the Oregon Colorado game and you know people are trying to act offended by all that and then Ryan Day after the Ohio State win over Notre Dame which Notre Dame really let that go just disappointing for my pocketbook um then you know he he takes a shot at Lou Holtz for saying something on a pregame show about them being soft like coaches seem to be and they always look for this stuff, but even harder now looking for things to motivate teams. I I think it's the only one of those that felt truly personal was Ryan Day. Like he seemed legitimately offended. And Ryan and I get it. Ryan Day's been listening to this same message now for what, four or five years. They can't get over the edge. They're soft, all these things. So I get his a little bit, but like Dan Lanning doesn't have and he's taken special care, you know, now after the game, and even he did before the game to like talk about how much good work Prime's done and everything. It's just motivation, guys. Like, can we stop getting so like up in arms about up in arms our favorite term, right? About coaches in a pregame locker room speech trying to motivate a bunch of young people. Like, of course they're gonna use anything they can use to get those guys excited for a game. That wasn't the only one. Jake Dickert, the uh, head coach at Washington State, went after Lee Corso from what Lee Corso said on College Game Day <laughs> over the weekend. And, uh, and and really, like he didn't hear what Lee Corso said correctly. He went after him. So Lee Corso was on game day talking about the Washington State-Oregon State matchup. And I guess the language that Lee Corso used was the nobody wants us bowl, which is true. Like they're the two schools in the Pac-12 that didn't end up going anywhere in this latest round of conference realignment. What Jake Dickert thought, Lee Corso said, is the nobody's watching bowl. And he did not like that at all and went after him in a press conference and, and, and like, didn't even hear him correctly. You've got, like, these coaches going after 80-some-year-olds. Like, what are we doing here? Lee Corso and Lou Holtz are, like, almost 90 years old, both of them, and these coaches are going after them. Like it's, I understand like you're trying to do anything you can to fuel the fire and get motivation and all that, but come on now. The margins are so razor thin at the highest levels of college football, so I get the motivating factor of it. Like To me, Dan Lanning's made the most sense from a coaching perspective. I agree. Right? Like It was right before the game. All the attention is on Colorado when Oregon is really good. Yeah. And like, yeah, that should bother you. Nobody's like paying it, attention to a top ten team, and like, right, like and, that and, should you bother know. you if you're an Oregon football player. Does it bother Dan Lanning? Probably not that much, but it bothers him probably that his kids aren't getting the amount of attention he thinks they deserve. So yeah, right. you use it, you stick it right up on the bulletin board, and yep. you go. And I, 
I like the the words that he used in the pregame speech to his players, you know, about how they're fighting for clicks and we're fighting for wins. Now, is that accurate? I don't know. No, it's not. not. It's not it's accurate. Not. But, but you're but using it to motivate your team before yeah. a game. You know, and, and I would imagine those are things that he would say in the locker room to his players, regardless if there was a camera there or not. The other, I mean, it, it is a little bit different when you're comparing that to Ryan Day going after an octogenarian exactly. I agree. in a post-game interview, you know, after after Ohio State wins on a you know pretty gutsy play to end the game. And rather than talking about, about that, you're calling out Lou Holtz. Like, what are you doing? Number one, of course Lou Holtz is going to have a bias in talking about that game. Number two— He coached Notre Dame. Of course I he know. is. Number two, I, I've I've met and talked to Lou Holtz, by the way. He's really— Really interesting, nice guy. Uh, I don't think that most of your players know who Lou Holtz is. Like, let's right. just be honest about this. I, so maybe they were able, look, maybe they were able to use that and that put it over the edge. I would feel like, you know, uh, Freeman only having 10 guys defending the final play of the game maybe had a little more to do with it, you know, than, right. than what Lou Holtz said. But it, it's okay. Like, I, and and I get like it, I can't imagine, and I don't want to like o- like over criticize these guys for taking that kind of offense because that's a sort of spotlight we don't have a good grasp of, right? Like you've got people coming at you every day, every day they're coming at you. That that would get old. Like that would get old no matter who right. you are. And you know what I like about this Ryan Day Lou Holtz situation is that even though Lou Holtz is I think he's what 86 years old or something like he's that. He's old, man. Ryan Day goes after him and it's not like Lou Holtz has been quiet. Like Lou Holtz is going right back at Ryan Day. Oh, he is. He, yeah. Yeah, his quote was uh, about about Ryan Day. He said, "I can understand why he did. He doesn't want to talk about Michigan 0 and 2. He doesn't want to talk about the big game coming up against Penn State and against Michigan again." Ohio State's a good football team. I don't think they're a great football team. He can go after me all he wants. I love it. Fire back, Lou. Let him have it. Let him have it. I got no love lost for Ohio State. Uh, I'm still mad about the Miami game way back when. The and you know what? Bust the streak. The, the stuff that Ryan Day said about Lou Holtz, like that's one thing after the game. But the thing that really bugged me was when Ryan Day said, it's always been Ohio against the world. R- really? Well, I think he means, I don't think he means Ohio State. I don't think he means Ohio State. I think he means the state of Ohio. But I don't think that's true either. No, but that's like, that's sort of a motto there. Like they, everybody in Ohio, it's blue collar, you know, nobody, Cincinnati and Cleveland feel like, you know, they're left out a little bit. Travis Kelsey brought it up the other day on McAfee when they were talking about getting in fights at, he's like, man, that's the Ohio in me. Like there's a fighting spirit to Ohio that is a little bit, there's a, I think there's a reality to that perception. I don't think he meant it's everybody. I think, I think he was talking about more of the state of Ohio than Ohio State. If he's talking about Ohio State. That's crazy, right? Like, yeah. they're they're one of the handful of teams that have an advantage over the rest of college football. So yep. yeah, don't don't miss miss me with that. But I'm not sure what he meant there. But it, it is fun. I I enjoy that piece of it. It does sometimes like bleed a little bit of the you know, reality into the situation. And some of the greatest coaches of all time will take a mile when you give an inch on a perceived slight, right? And some of the best players, maybe the greatest 
athlete of any team sport of all time, Michael Jordan. Nobody used that motivation better than him. Uh, you know, it's it's a part of what makes them great. They've got to find different ways to find motivation. And then so for coaches, it's a part of what makes teams great. you got to find different ways to motivate them. Look, it's hard to motivate people to do the same job over and over again. I get it. Like, you know, I've it's hard in every walk of life to do that. It's hard to motivate your kids to eat breakfast before school every day. You got to find different ways to like get people excited about the same thing. So I get it. I get it. I, I love it though. And now we've got a Ryan Day Lou Holtz beef. Let's go. That's entertaining is all get out. All right. We're going to come back still to come in the second hour. A couple more giveaways. We're going to give away Paw Patrol movie tickets. We're going to give away Wichita Thunder hockey tickets. We're going to give away some HTO. Uh, lots to come here for you. That IHOP hotline will be open after our next segment, of course, it's brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy the new pumpkin spice pancake combo. Joining us on it, though, top of the hour here, Kevin Salt, Wichita State Athletic Director. That's where we head next on Sports Daily. Sports Daily.